0: to faith is a journey podcast i'm your host tanner herman this is going to be a spiritual journey um finding out how we got to where we are our faith and our beliefs i'm doing this because i don't know if my journey is different from yours if it's the same as yours You've been studying your faith for as long as you can remember and you still have a lot of questions or you're absolutely brand new you still have questions and you're still learning um, and this is going to be a conversation on anywhere in between <clears throat> we're going to talk on how we translate this into our everyday life we're going to go over some story points some scripture um, and how we relate it back to that message, go through some understanding and some prayer points as well. But first from a little introduction, um, just recently in this year, 2023, I found my faith and following of Jesus um, and kind of accepting that role to surrender to fully trust and know that when I am called I will have eternal life in heaven. Um, It wasn't something that came easy uh, because I don't have a background in faith and religion and the church and for a long time I was really pushed away from the church Um, and that's something I can touch on a little bit this episode as an introduction. But in further episodes and conversations, we'll bring back to that point that I was so far away from church and I was so far away from Jesus that when this all kind of happened, it was kind of a surprise. And I really wanted to dive deep into it when I fully accepted that I need to go all in. I need to jump head first into the deep end. Um... Into my faith and into my following to get where I need to be at the end. Um, so each episode, I want to start with, you know, our Lord's prayer. Go into what the message is, the title of, you know, that episode, this this chapter, um, and really go into the purpose of why I selected that title for it. We'll go into the story points of how. I want things to relate go into scripture that I found a little message about that scripture we'll go into the understanding and the prayer points and we'll kind of touch base on what maybe the next episode might be so I hope like I said earlier you can follow along this you no know, reaches out to you and we just have one person it's really all I'm looking for is just one person that really grabs a hold of this message and can take it and spread the word, and then it just grows from there, because that's all this really is, um, and taking our beliefs, sharing them with as many people as we can, and just hoping, hoping and praying that somebody will get it and that their life has changed. They have met Jesus. And then they can go and share the word with somebody else. So, let's go ahead and start. We'll start with the Lord's Prayer. So, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. And so, for this first episode, um, I titled it "The I Parentheses Surrender." So basically, this is just surrendering to the Lord is our first step in knowing that we do have an eternal life, not just our life in the flesh, not just our life on earth, but we have an eternal life. That we have surrendered our life and giving our entire body and our entire trust to our lord and to know that when our time has come we will go to heaven we'll be in the kingdom of our lord jesus and we will be there eternally Uh, a little bit on my background like i mentioned earlier from 2023 being my first real dive into christianity and consistently going to a church and understanding it um, I was saved in January of 2023, um, and since then, really, just wanted to share everything I was learning. Wanted to share the new excitement that I had. Wanted to share anything that I was getting, anything that I was getting from our church services, and I was using the, you know, the iPhone app, um, the notes page. Um, i would had a journal every once in a while. I was just writing down as much notes as I could to be able to share um, with anyone that would listen. You know, if I'd come up in a random conversation at work, I'd tell people, oh, I, you know, I was name dropping the church and our pastor's name and everything else to anybody that would listen um, at any given moment. Um, <clears throat> and I think from right now, my journey through faith has led me to use this platform uh and to use my voice to spread this message i don't know if that's if that's right in the long tr- in the long run of things but i think right now it's it's something that i feel in my heart that i need to get the word out there um to some people that might be struggling you know like i said earlier they might have some questions on some different things You know, different verbatim, verbatim, or different wordings. Um, I mean, anything, when they open up a Bible and have questions, you know, they might find an episode in here that's going to answer their question for them. Um, So, as we move on into the story points from, you know, the the Surrender or I Surrender, I thought of this title um, as I heard a, a friend of a friend, a mutual friend. Um, who's a public speaker and also has his own podcast. Um, he had an analogy of when they were growing up, him and his friends, doing some stuff in their, their younger days and out late at night and doing some stuff they maybe not should have been doing. Nothing nothing illegal, but um, just kind of out and about. And the, the cops pulled up on them. You know, they shined their, their spotlight on them and out of a group of four of them, three of them ran, and the one person was led like deer in the headlights, was caught up in the spotlight, and immediately put his hand up. You know, the analogy that I surrender, hands go straight up to the air, I stopped everything that I do, and you have caught me. Um, the another analogy I like, um, you know, you see football players, the wide receiver especially, you know, they're out on the blocking assignment running back comes behind them defender's gonna move away and they start holding that jersey and as soon as they realize they've been holding it and they don't want to get caught by the ref hand goes up I surrender it's a clear tell all that the receiver's been holding um, and that penalty flag is coming but just one of those first things and if you've been in church and you've been in worship and you know that one song hits you and it just fills your body your hands immediately go up as high as they can go And you're just reaching, reaching for heaven, you're reaching for Jesus. I surrender. Um, and I just like that one to start, start this journey and start this podcast. That in my journey I have put my hands up. I've told God that I've put all my trust into him. I've raised my hands to him, and I've shown him in the middle of that spotlight, that this is not my life in the flesh. This is your journey, this is your plan. I'm following in your path. And like I said in my little short introduction, I didn't grow up in a church or having any faith. and I was actually turned off by the church for a long time. Um, I felt like a lot of people I knew and, and kids growing up I went to school with that they were in the church. They were very judgmental. And If you didn't go to church or if you didn't have any faith, they judged you for not having it. They judged you for not having an understanding that, that they had. Um, I also had family that, you know, everything that they invited you to or every event that they hosted was on church grounds, and for my family growing up, we didn't have a lot of that. There was one family that did it. Everybody else kind of had a belief, maybe, maybe not, didn't really talk about it, never understood it. I think up until when I started going to our church in South Carolina more consistently, I'd probably been inside at a church five times for an actual church service. And that's five times in 28, 29 years. Other times that I was at at church was for, um, like a high school volunteering or high school football team, you know, spaghetti dinner Thursday night before Friday night game, you know, some random things, um, that were held at a church, but it wasn't for a church service. So my experience with church was maybe five full services, probably a couple I don't remember because I was so little, um, and then just being forced to go to you know, a birthday party or a family event at a church, um, and then being judged for not having a belief when everybody else you know, prayed and talked about service and talked to their pastor and everything else. So it was kind of a turn off for me just without really having an understanding I also had short-lived relationships with the church, kind of after high, during high school and, and college, um, and I was mostly through short-lived relationships with people, and I say this, that I, I would start talking to a girl, I liked a girl, what's the next step? You know, if, if you've gone to the movies, you've gone to dinner, you know, you go to their sporting events or plays or whatever they're into and they come back to your events and, and all that other stuff. And what's the next step? It's like, oh, you know, well, let's go to church with my family on Sunday or let's do this. So let's go to a Bible study and you end up going, but you're not really into it. You're into the girl, you're into the person that you went with and you're not really paying attention to the message. And then, you know, that relationship is short lived Break up, however, things happen, but then there also goes the relationship with the church and the relationship with Jesus. Who knows if anything was going to build from it, but a short lived relationship because with a short lived relationship with the church, just because of short lived relationships with people, and then there was nothing for such a long time, you know, from I graduated college 2016. And then up until maybe 2022, I just, I had nothing. There was no, no feeling of, I should reach out and have faith or have questions that, that need to be answered. I didn't know how to pray. There's still some days now. I, I don't know if I'm praying correctly or not. It's just, you know, like I get down and I say what's on my mind. I don't know if it's a true prayer or if I'm just speaking. And, but that helps too, and that's you know, a topic for another another day. Um, but really, you know, my son was born in January of 2022, and the biggest thing that hit me was being a good father and being present, making sure I was I was there for my kids and not being. A copycat dad, or doing something just because I had seen it or heard it, but doing something that I felt in my heart and in my soul that was right, and letting it go against the grain, and not by some playbook that was out there. Um, And I have, you know, a lot to thank to my wife too, who who was the first one that found the church through, you know, reaching out on Facebook on, on her research. For pastors and a church community and a children's program. And, and she found her church before, before I did. And, and she had been going and the way my work schedule was, I was working on Sundays and she was, she was at church. Um, but it, it turned around that, you know, I had a job where I could take Sundays off or I could work from home on Sundays. And I had time to go to church and all of my attention could be on the service, and I will not forget until I can no longer remember or you know my, my day comes and I'm not on on earth anymore that January 1st New Year's Day of 2023 we did a baby dedication for our oldest Charlie and our baby Cam and at that moment that was the start of going to church consistently and really wanting to dive in to faith understanding the word and understanding the life of jesus and since then i don't know if i've ever dived into something fullheartedly, heartedly jumping in the deep end like i did i don't i it's still kind of a speechless moment the way I just grabbed onto it and I don't think I would have done it any differently if I could go back and do it all over again there's been some moments that you know I'm I'm human and I'm a sinner and I'm not worthy of his grace and and none of us are we don't live a perfect life but it's something that we're glad Jesus is not only just an acceptor of our past and of our sins but he transforms us And it's not that we're sinning on Monday and ask for forgiveness and on Tuesday we do it again and we ask for forgiveness again. It's that we've sinned on a Monday. We've asked for forgiveness and he's given it to us. But we don't do that same sin over again. We have learned from our mistakes. We have learned from our sins. We've asked for forgiveness. And it's something that molds us and we grow from it. Jesus has told us that he forgives us. He told us that every day in every worship song, every time you open up your Bible, it's a reminder that he forgives us. And I, and I just take it from when I heard that and when I felt it and I, and I truly 100% with everything that I am believed it, that's when life changed. And that's why I can say, as I sit here and say that I have surrendered my life to Jesus. And I'd like to go into a little bit of scripture that, you know, supports our surrender. And as you listen to this, think about what the scripture says. And then how we can relate it back to our daily lives. And our first one comes from James chapter 4, verse 7. And it says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In James chapter 4, verse 7. And I think it's it's when you're submitting to God and you give up your wants and you're willing to receive all the good that God will give you. And I, I mentioned it earlier, this is not this is not our life. God was the first one that put us here. Everything that we do isn't according to His plan. This is His path that we're on. And to really full believe in that, we are submitting ourselves. We are surrendering to God. It's His voice that we need to follow. He is here in the Holy Spirit, and the devil is the one that's on earth. You resist the devil, and you submit yourself to God. Our next one comes from Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. And it says, Lord, I know that people's lives are not of their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. And kind of going back to the James scripture I just read, it's, you no, know, I know that people's lives are not their own. It is not for them to direct their steps. And I look at this and I, when I read it, and going back into our message. Our lives are part of God's plans and purposes. He will direct us in ways that we won't see right away. Let me see that again. He will direct us in ways that we won't see right away. You know, you might have this feeling, you might hear this voice that he's telling you to do something. But it goes against everything that you've done and you've believed in for years prior but don't push against what he's telling you to do. Don't push away from his directions. He will direct us in ways that we won't see right away. We must fulfill his ultimate plan and his purpose. It's for our glory and our benefit. Just because it's something that we don't see, we don't feel in that moment, understand it's for our benefit and it's for our future. And it puts us in a spot where we need to be. And that's when we look at it in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 and 25. And then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. In Matthew 16, 24 through 25. i really liked reading Matthew, and if you were ever to see my Bible, I think Matthew has the most post-it notes, the most highlighted, the most underlined, the most circled. I just, I find, I find Matthew to be very interesting. Another thing that we'll talk about in, in future episodes was, you know, watching the series The Chosen and waiting for season four to come out. You know, outside of probably Jesus and, and Peter's characters, Matthew was one that struck me. Um, as one that could relate to a little bit. And if you if you've ever watched The Chosen, or if you or if you're thinking about watching The Chosen, I highly recommend it. But really, pay attention to Matthew's character. Um, you know, body language, facial expressions, his, his interactions with people. Um, that's why I like. I like Matthew and can relate back, you know, um, to his book. Uh, But again, back to the scripture, it was Matthew 16, 24 through 25. And I think, you know, when Jesus speaks, it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, there might be some parables that, you know, get a little wordy um, and you got to go back and read them two or three times to get it. But um, other than that, I think it's, you know, pretty self-explanatory what he is asking us to do and i think in this verse he's saying that nobody who follows jesus can hold on to their own agenda and their own dreams or their way of living we must sacrifice every ounce of ourself to walk after him and that's and that perfectly falls in line you know with i i surrender i need i need to surrender my life and my flesh to jesus we must sacrifice every ounce of ourself to walk after him. And I was to move on. The next one I have is from um, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. Um, but before I, I do that, I wanted to say that, you know, I usually pick maybe four or five um, different segments of scripture um, to really bring the message across. I can't just talk about, you know, the surrender, I surrender with one scripture, you know, because there's there's so much information in the Bible, so you have to be able to pull it from different directions. I'm pulling parts of the scripture out, you know, from different areas, from Old Testament and New Testament, that it's here. Surrendering to God and surrendering in your faith has been before Jesus it will be long after Jesus so I go into our next um, scripture from Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6 probably one of my top five in understanding the scripture right now because this one might be the most simplest in its form because you trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him but that's it it's trust in the Lord with all your heart you don't get anything out of life not giving your all and this is a thing that you can't do half-heartedly trust in the Lord with all your heart not on your own understanding and always submit to him that's it there's no other way around it give your all to the Lord and our last one comes from Job chapter 11 13 through 20 Um, I do have this whole this whole segment the 13th verses 13 through 20 Um, just because I couldn't couldn't just pick out one or two. It all went together from start to finish. And it goes, Yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then free of fault you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. Life will be brighter than noonday, and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest in safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid, and many will court your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fail, and escape will elude them their hope will become a dying gasp. And that's a lot to read, and I'm not going to reread it, but that does come from Job 11, and then verse 13 through 20. And I read that, and I, I think in this in this message that I'm, I'm saying today is that it's just, again, surrender your heart to God. Turn to Him in your prayer. You give up your sins. Even the sins that you haven't told people that you're doing give up your sins that everybody can see you doing and one thing that's been a misconception I think that I learned as well lately and I think the big thing that you look at is and it goes back more into a family matter as well and something that um I hope that we can discuss on this show that alcohol is not a sin if you've read in the bible if you've seen any shows with Jesus and they've talked about it that alcohol is not a sin being drunk is a sin that's one of those sins that you know everybody is seeing you're doing it out in public but surrender and give up those sins that you do in secret I have a lot on this topic as well that we can discuss further we went to a conference um 2022, maybe, um, that, you know, talked about a, a big sin in in our faith right now that a lot of people are doing in secret, and we would never be able to tell just by looking at a person and talking to them. And then also going back to our scriptures, you know, you give up your sin and, and you turn to God in prayer, you won't be ashamed, you know, turning to God will give you more confidence. You'll feel more confidence, you'll walk with more confidence, and you'll be fearless, you'll be able to go out, your troubles will go away, and your darkest night will be brighter than that at noon. And just let's take a minute and think about that, you, know, you turn to God, you pray to Him, you give up your sins, you become more confident, and in this all of your troubles will go away, all of your troubles will go away, your darkest night when you sit at home, or sit, you know, on a park bench when you go for a, a midnight walk to get away from everything, your darkest night, and not just exterior when you're outside, but in your darkest night inside, and you feel that your soul has become dark, and your, your heart has become dark, that now, when you, when you surrender and you give up your life to, to God, all that darkness is taken away. It becomes bright. It becomes brighter than the sun. It becomes brighter than that at noon. And just think about that message. I, that's I think it's just so so powerful when you look back and you think about you know, one one little act will change your life. So our message from scripture was from James chapter 4 verse 7, Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23, then we went into Matthew chapter 16 from verse 24 through 25, we have Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6, and our last one for this episode was from Job chapter 11 13 through 20. The way I want to run you know our episodes in this podcast is I don't wanna take up all your time. I don't wanna take up hours and hours as you listen to this. You know, there is a lot of information that can be shared, but we have to be able to break it up. Our life goes through seasons, just like throughout the year. But some seasons feel shorter or longer than others. And I want each episode and each message to be able to relate back to someone's season in life. But there's no better way to start than this first step. And the first step is to surrender, to, to turn to God, learn to pray, read your Bible, and just Listen. Listen for the word to come to you. Listen to God. It was mentioned before that um, we're not going to understand the message that we're being told every time. We're not going to want to turn and immediately go down the path when it's first presented to us, we, as a people, do stuff in rhythm and in patterns. We get accustomed to different things. It's on our daily schedule. You know, every day we get up at this time, and then from wake up until this time, everything is in the same routine. Well, if you turn to God and you pray and you wait and you listen? And you dive into his word he's going to interrupt your morning routine he's going to interrupt your afternoon routine and what i've learned from different church services and different readings and different bible studies it might be uncomfortable but that's a good uncomfortable stop what you're doing and follow him stop what you're doing and listen to him You'll find it in scripture and we might get to it in a different episode. If he's gonna ask you to do something, you don't turn and go tell your wife, your brother, your mother, hey, Jesus just told me to follow him. He's waiting for me, you know, around the block. I told him, give me a second as I come and tell you I'm going with him. You turn your back to him the first time to go let somebody know you're following him. He's moved on. Follow in him wholeheartedly. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. And dive in to your faith head first in the deep bend. No floaties. Go for it. Jesus comes to you and he tells you to do something do not turn away to go tell your brother or your sister or your mother I'm following the Lord just do it because as you're following the Lord He also has a plan to get the other people around you trust in Him always and forever as we move forward after I, I go through scripture, we go through a little little section of understanding what the message is, and we'll finish with some prayer points as well that I want to share with you. Um, so, like I said earlier with this introduction, I really want to use this platform and in this in this podcast, whether it's just myself speaking on a message that I really want to share, or it's bringing up a conversation with you know other family or friends that really want to talk about their journey in faith. Um, I just feel that that's important to give someone else some hope to be able to open up, to ask questions, um, to release, you know, a weight off their shoulder or a burden off of their heart, um, to know that, you know, there's an answer for everything. Um, and again, as I've said numerous times, and you can probably keep a counter on it, that surrendering to God and turning to God is is the answer. Now the path isn't and hasn't always been clear you know it's often blocked and messy you have gotta get your hands dirty and you have gotta put some work in but it's his path you know it's okay you know you're walking through the forest and the tree falls and you can't see your path you know for that that 30 seconds after you're there well you have an option you turn back around and now your obstacle is behind you but you never not never got to understand and meet and know the glory that's in front of you because you turned around or you take some time and you figure out a way around it do you jump over that tree do you walk around it do you find some tools and cut that obstacle in half that's part of God's path If everything is easy, why are we turning to Him, right? That's... the plan that He gives us is supposed to be a little bit dirty, it's supposed to be blocked, it's supposed to be messy. It builds us, and it builds us in an image that we're supposed to have, we're supposed to have that character to us. We learn about all the obstacles that Jesus faced, well if Jesus is going to face the obstacles, He's gonna make some obstacles a little bit easier for us, but we're still gonna get some obstacles. That's what made him so great. That's how he got his disciples. They had to go through obstacles. It had to it had to be messy. Their path wasn't always clear. It's how you build your faith. I'm also just a very as, as I say this, I haven't always been the most observant person. And when we go when we go out, I'm sometimes not always the most attentive to my family or to my wife when we're in conversation. I'm, a, I'm very much of a people watcher and a people listener. And I hear different things and I see different scenarios with different groups. And especially in this generation with having, you know... Some younger nephews and nieces and different terminology and everything and different metaphors. There's, you know, some good and bad in how you think of things in today's life. Um, and it's, it's funny sometimes because they're not, you know, they're, they're humorous in a good way, but then they're also humorous in a bad, dirty, derogatory fashion. Um, But there's different things, like we had a conversation with one of my nephews, you know, he's um, getting more involved with athletics and weightlifting and everything else. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, an everyday message with working out, you know, you have a heavy weight on you. Well, if it's a bench or a squat or anything else, you know, that weight wants to come down. But you don't let that weight crush you or you don't be strong enough and stand there and push that weight back up and i think that's one of the things that i like about the bible and scripture that you can turn an everyday message into a conversation about our faith being a past athlete and really enjoying sports and still wanting to watch sports and understand different concepts um that's something i'll probably relate back to quite often Especially thinking, you know, that weightlifting analogy is perfect. Um there's a, there's a heavy, heavy weight on your shoulders when you squat. Part of it is you, you got to drop down. But are you going to succumb to the pressure of a heavy weight and you're going to fall? Or are you going to pull yourself together? Have faith in yourself and have faith in our Lord. And we're going to bring that weight back up to the top. And your rep's going to be done and that's, that's something I look forward to doing this and especially as I, as I do this and I understand you know the word more and I understand the gospel more that this is just an easier conversation and I don't want to just read straight from the Bible I want to take certain scripture back and reflect on you know, my life and my journey and other people's life and others and their journey because um, it's one thing for me to talk about it but when we can have an open and honest conversation, good and bad, you know, dive, dive down into some deep truth and, you know, we've talked about our past sins and how we've asked for forgiveness and how we've gotten into dark places and how we've gotten out of those dark places and how thankful we are for God and how thankful we are for finding people that have brought us to, to God. I think that's what's, what's most important. Because it's exactly what Jesus told his disciples. You know, it's, we go back to the scripture from Matthew. It's whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Jesus is sharing that message with his disciples. And you know, after Jesus is murdered on the cross, after he is raised from the dead, and then he finally ascends into heaven to his rightful spot, the disciples are still doing work just like Jesus is with them. The disciples go out and they tell more people that they too must lay down their life, their flesh following the word of Jesus only then they don't have Jesus physically on earth to give the word they have to show their belief that's also when you know they get the, the gift of the Holy Spirit they can do all their prayers and their miracles but that's what I like about this journey we can have those conversations that's like what I said at the very beginning. I don't know if if it's going to be hundreds or thousands or how many people are going to listen to this as we do more episodes. But I've prayed a lot before starting this that if I can just reach one person with this message, I just need one person to know that even though life is messy, not always easy, but if I can let one person know that in your time of need, if you can turn to God, God will fix it. The other thing I pray about in, in, in these prayer, point, prayer points is that you know I I, I pray for myself and I, I pray for you as well, listening that I deliver the message properly and clearly, and I can bring a new perspective on Jesus and faith. You won't get anything out of me if I'm not delivering the message properly or clearly. If I'm not understanding what I'm telling you, it doesn't help you very much. You have to be able to listen to someone that can, can deliver it in the message that you need to hear it. And I was very fortunate to get that. And I have found it from a few different pastors in my short time in my, in my faith I've had some very, very good pastors from different paths and different backgrounds. But they understood the need to be able to be delivering that message clearly and being able to reach an audience of all kinds of different people. And the last prayer I've had before starting this is I pray that Jesus will show himself and that he will also show off to those that need him. You know that he shows himself to the people that have always believed in him. But, but are going through a season of, of doubt and self-doubt. That he then shows, shows himself again. And that he shows off in all of his glory and all of his righteousness. That you haven't lost faith. You took a moment and you stepped aside. And, and he's bringing you back. He did not forget about you. He watched you from a distance, and he watched you fight as hard as you possibly could, and he's bringing you back to get you back on that path that you need to do, and he will be right there with you every step of the way. I pray that you are also in a region that that knows God and that sees God for your own benefit and for your own glory that that jesus reigns on that area but i also pray for the people that are in an area where jesus is not present there's, you're in an area where there's not a lot of people that know of jesus that don't know his word but i pray that he shows himself to that area as well the people that don't know god are not the only ones that need him Sometimes the people that have known God their entire lives are the one that need him the most. I believe that the more people that know Jesus, it just makes his return that much sweeter. Because we know Jesus is coming. He's going to take all of us back home with him. Because as you read and you understand that this is not our resting place, We're only here for a short time. We're just passing through, spreading his word, spreading the message, making sure as many people know about Jesus as we can possibly let know. And when he comes back, he will take us with him. And the the best part of prayer that I have told myself three, four, five times a day And to our Father God, I need you today, tomorrow, and always. There will not be a moment that I don't need you today. There will not be a moment that I don't need you tomorrow. There will not be a moment that I don't need you forever. As you're listening, just take a minute. Just take a minute and take a deep breath. Clear your mind. Just pray real quick. It's our Father God. Pray that you show yourself. And let you show off. And Father God, I need you today, tomorrow, and always. I just say that and I, I get a little emotional every once in a while I just it's hard for me not to believe that thousands of years ago there was a man that, that loved us so much he died for our sins he has forgiven us he accepts us and he transforms us and it doesn't matter how many times you ask for forgiveness he will always give that forgiveness to you because he will forever love us he will forever love you and it's just truly incredible it is truly incredible when you When you believe wholeheartedly you have surrendered your life to God. You believe in Him with all, with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul. God will do it. And God will do it every single time every single time God will do it well thank you for listening I hope that you come back for our next episode as we continue to dive in dive into the word and we relate the word back to our lives today thank you I can't say that enough and I can't wait to share our journey together.